2: That was aggressive.
1: genius. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Had to sync the audio. I keep forgetting to do that. But here we are. Is episode. that what you do? I mean, oh, I haven't. I've done it in two episodes. But it, it puts a nice little uh, thing on the video and on the mic. Oh, it's like a, little, nice it's little a spike. Peak. So I know I can line it so up. So which easily. one are you going to use now? Probably yours. Yours sounded better. All right. I Anyways, got. people. It is episode 11 of Real Man of Genius. Uh, some people like to hate on the name, it turns out. Uh, Matt was on Cruising Reddit earlier. With my burner. On the burner account. And someone's hating hard. Said, real original name. Sure, it's original material. But I feel like all podcast names are kind of knockoffs of other things. So, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of them out there, but whatever. That just, that got, that ground my gears today. I was having a a solid day at the shop. Dude, I freaking, I sent a Snapchat to Matt, took a steering column. Thing's a mirror now. It is. It's a mirror now. I was just staring at that thing after I put it in the car. It's immaculate. I was just staring at it. I was like, damn, that's going to be the nicest steering column I've ever used. It's going to freaking blind me while I'm going down the straightaway of some of these places when the sun shines off of it, but it's the price you pay for looking good. Yeah can't fault the craftsmanship yep so is there anything you want to say to this person directly get a life maybe like why, why i don't know why like it's i see it's something i see on twitter and stuff a lot uh like people just and it's not even like when it's always directed toward, like if it's directed towards me like people just want to be negative about people or what people are doing for no reason they just like to Say, well, yeah, you suck, or this or that, but
2: like
1: I, I literally don't know why. But I see it all the time, and it's like, dude, why? Why are you like exerting your energy just just to hate?
2: It's especially bad in the NASCAR community.
1: It's so bad that's like the new fad now. I was thinking about that. Like I was thinking about bad bad fads in NASCAR, and that's one of them is just literally bitching and complaining about everything, everything that a team does, everything that a driver does, everything that NASCAR, especially as NASCAR as a whole does, people just like to bitch and moan about it. But, and I guess it's their life, I guess. It just It just bothers me. Their life bothers me. When everyone
2: has a voice, no one has a voice.
1: Yeah, it's just dumb. I don't know. Well, did you go to the next gen test today? I did not. Um, when, when are you going to go to one of those? You should probably go to one, if nothing else, for so we can have some content for the podcast.
2: I know, but we were told... At the beginning.
1: Y'all didn't even have a car there, did they? No, our
2: car there's some technical things that happened that deemed it not suitable to run.
1: Really? Yeah. We're not gonna talk about those or do you even know what they are? I
2: mean, I know what happened. Oh. But then it would still Did they
1: like change rules or something?
2: Um It was a safety thing.
1: Okay. So they changed rules around and Yeah. Basically last time when
2: we showed up with the way it was, they said, All right, for the next test, you guys gotta fix this. Oh, okay. And then it just didn't get fixed.
1: That happens a lot in NASCAR. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll get it fixed next week. and you, you don't show up next, next week. week with the same spoiler and so. it's like the classic joke, uh, last race of the year, you're going through tech and they're like, You gotta fix this. Oh, we'll get it we'll get it fixed next week. And I'm sure every tech official hears that like at least 20 times a day, and they probably get real tired of it.
2: But um, we had the next-gen test on all day, and it was the first time they they practiced a restart. I saw that.
1: And it looked pretty dicey to start. It looked okay. I mean, for a test, a test restart, yeah, I think. I mean, clearly you're not going balls to the wall for a test. I mean, someone did still spin out.
2: Oh, Redick had a... A doozy of a
1: no, I saw that. I was so pissed. Like, I went to lunch today. It was me, uh, me and Vargas and one of the other guys in the shop. And he, like, we got sat down, like, oh, cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw on the next gen test so we can watch. And he had just crashed into the barrels. And the entire hour that we were at lunch, they were just cleaning up the barrels the whole time. So I didn't get to watch squat for next gen testing, which uh, sucked. Yeah. We had it on all day. We weren't really watching it. But they kind of sound better with the more horsepower.
2: Yeah. I think the smaller, the smaller centered spoiler is where it's going to be at. Is that, so they
1: cut the, the width the of it The fins down. off. The fins.
2: You know, like the outer fins where it rolls over the quarter panels. It's literally just on. So the, it's just on the deck lid On now. the deck so lid. Like
1: a, That's how like an Xfinity spoiler is, like a speedway. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So they're taking more downforce away neat. I don't know how the handling of that's going to be. I mean, from what JJ said last week, it's already a handful, but screw it. It's Top, top of the line league. You got to make it hard as it can be. Right. And I think that's the step
2: you need to take. Like, yeah, you need to have the 40 best. Okay.
1: 38 thir- whatever it might 30 be. best drivers on the racetrack, whatever it might be. There's gonna be some good guys. <laughs> There's gonna be some bad guys. It's, uh, it's how it's always been. But uh, anyways, uh, going to get fitted for a new suit tomorrow, which I'm pretty pumped for. Wow, big time! Yeah, dude. I the last suit I had, I got measured when I was fat, and then at the end of the year when I decided to try to lose some weight, I think I was swimming in that thing.
2: Where's that suit now?
1: In the uh, in the garage, my guest bathroom.
2: Nice. That toilet in that bathroom is absolutely
1: disgusting. No, it's not. It doesn't get used. That's I, that's my point. I go in there and flush it every once in a while Okay, he think, told me to.
2: Right. The last time I came here was, you no, know, like two weeks ago. It was the last
1: time that toilet flushed. Look, I am a 25-year-old man living by myself. I don't know about that kind of thing. Yeah. The fact that I, I went around the first weekend we were off, I went around and dusted the whole apartment, which was way out of character for me. But, I mean, it's getting getting dusty again. But it's whatever. probably pretty dusty. When you got all this hardware... I mean, stuff gets dusty, you know what I'm no saying? No
2: offense, but now being, you know, living with a significant other and you come to a, a like a just a guy's apartment. It's rough right like now. Like just guys being dudes apartment. You don't really see a lot of sheet metal on the wall.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get that. But honestly, it's a uh, massive, is that mine? Yeah, it's yours. It's a massive step up from uh, my pre, oh, it's my laptop. Whoops, I can't turn that off from here. Anyways, it's a massive stuff, dude. Like my uh my apartment at Texas State when I was just me and my fr- I was a five bedroom apartment with me Delta Tau Delta, me and four of my fraternity, or actually three of my fraternity brothers, and we got one rando, but he ended up being like cool. That's shit, so that's always fun. Yeah, I know, it's, dude. It's a we're really rolling the dice though. There are some randoms I got like I don't know why, but I never we never filled out a whole apartment. It was always like, okay, we got. If it's a four bedroom apartment it's like okay so it's three of us and one random and I always felt bad because there's like left out like we're all chilling in the living room and sometimes like they're just super like I guess intimidated like there's some people that are shy in college and like they don't want to like hang out or, or do the stuff we're doing so they just sit in their room the whole time which I like felt bad and there's some of them that do feel like you know like they want to hang out but they just suck like they're just not cool at all <laughs> Like they're tryhards. They are. Yeah. There's one dude. Oh my goodness. I won't say any names. I don't even really remember his name, but, uh, it's and called then, Kyle. No. And then there was one, uh, the last one I had, his name was Dylan and he was cool. Shit. Like we, uh, we hung out with him all the time. He used to come out to the bars with us all the time, but dude, that apartment was
2: disgusting. I'm not, I'm just going to go down a limb and say it was sticky.
1: I wouldn't say it was sticky, but I would say that there was dishes piled up so far out of the dishwasher that the, dirty dishes started just overflowing onto the counter.
2: That's awful.
1: It was so gross, dude. Like, I went, because, like, I used to always complain about it, and I, it was always Chris, or at least that's who we always blamed it on was Chris. Chris was the biggest headass in the apartment, so I always believed it was him because one time I found, like, Bush's baked beans in a frying pan. Like, there was, like, a few left in there, and I'm like, there's no one else in here who would clean or would cook like this other than Chris. So we always blamed him. We'd always yell at him to do the dishes. He would not do it. One time he tried to put one of his uh, pillows in the uh, washing machine. What? Dude, and I thought he broke it. Like, he threw it in there. Like, we're just chilling, watching TV, playing Rocket League or something, probably. Or maybe Fortnite. This was back when Fortnite was popping. And then all of a sudden we'd hear kung, 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 kung. Like, Chris, what did you do? He's like, oh, I put my pillow in there. And, like it just was soaked and the whole balance of the thing was so far off and then from then on it would like always go whenever you put like a load of clothes in.
2: Do I feel like your college experience my college experience was night and day different?
1: Yeah. Mine was probably cooler.
2: No. <laughs> not even close. We, uh, we, so obviously you live there year round when you get an apartment or a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we would have people that so we we were kind of in the same situation. We had a five bedroom house. Four people stayed through the whole year, mm-hmm. and one person went back home for summer. So we had a foreign exchange student stay with us from China. His name was Deng Hood Brad Lim, so we just called him Brad. <laughs> and he was about five foot two, maybe a buck twenty. Just a s- quiet. Thin as a rail dude. And we're out back and we got pretty ham boned one day. We bought a badminton setup. Nice. You know, like the five dollar one. And we were just crushing it in the backyard. And he he rolls up, we're like, hey, you should come play with us. He's like, No, I don't we're like, no, 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 come play, come play. Dude was a f-ing shoe. He dude was a problem on the badminton <coughs> court. Dude, he was Drop shots. Well, you all were shot.
1: probably drunk, and he's the only one sober there. And I, feel Pro, Honestly, probably that's what it was. Badminton's kind of a, a sober man's game. I feel like you got to have the finesse when you're.
2: But he he mopped the floor with us.
1: When you're getting, you're going to get a, a BUI, badmintoning under the, under influence. the
2: influence. Yeah. But uh, one of my roommates, this is a funny story. It's probably not great for the podcast, but he got super drunk, right? Went to a pet store a lot of terrarium, a scorpion, and a tarantula. That's terrible. What, what? Yeah. I feel like those things would fight too. Exactly. So he took them home and he goes, oh, you're going to be my pet. You guys are going to fight to the death. Oh, my God. So he put them both in the terrarium.
1: Hopefully Pete is not listening.
2: Passed out. When he woke up, the only thing sitting there was the tarantula. The scorpion was gone, so we don't know if he, he killed the scorpion and ate it, but uh, shout out the to a- Sherbert.
1: The apex predator. Was that the tarantula's name?
2: Yeah, he had orange little fingernails.
1: Oh, nice.
2: So whenever we had money, like substantial amounts of money, like beer money
1: or- Like a hundred bucks, which is like a lot. No, college. like <laughs> 600,
2: 700 bucks oh, from parties. you were
1: balling out. Because we, we would host the parties. Oh, so you would like you be charging at the door? Yeah. I was Whack. cup guy. Whack.
2: So we had a bar in the basement. And whenever you'd get a keg, they'd give you a free bottle of, like, Mad Dog 2020. So we'd
1: charge a dollar a shot. A dollar for a shot of MD 2020? Yeah. Even if you bought that, you were probably just... The profit margin had to be huge. It was ecstatic. That's funny that you said that dude left for the, uh, the summer, though, and someone else came and lived there. We had... Or actually, it was it wasn't my house, but it was a friend of mine's house, and it wasn't really like a setup thing. Like, their roommate left. Like it was their friend for the summer, and then one of their other friends came down. We all kind of became friends later because he started working at Don's Fish Camp, which is where I worked. It was a like a river floating place. Like you rent a tube, go down the river, or whatever. And he started working there, and he was only supposed to stay there for a week. And he decided, like, y'all are always working, so I'm just going to get a job there, too. So his plan was to literally work there for a week and then quit and then go back to Baylor. Uh, But he ended up staying, so he... The door was locked where the kid left for the summer. Right. Just kicked it down. They got it. He stayed there the entire summer. He'd work at Don's. We'd go over there and just run Super Smash Bros. on the N64, like, all night long. And then... uh the other dude came back. He's like, dude, what the hell happened to my door? Like, who's gonna pay for this? And our other friend, his name was Young. He's the one who stayed there, and he was like, dude, I don't know why you're mad. Like, you shouldn't have locked the door. Like, he was so, like, he was like, he's like, why are you mad at me? Like, but that's was, your fault. He was genuinely confused at why I for, honestly forget the other dude's name. Why he was mad? He was like, really, like this is this is your fault. You shouldn't have locked the door. Don't lock the door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, you weren't using it. Why would you lock the door? Which, I mean, I can see his point, but I can also see the point of, like, my my name is on the lease and my door is kicked down.
2: So did he kind of, like, ransack the room or did he
1: kind of keep it? No, the kid, like, moved out for the summer.
2: Oh, so there's nothing in it. There's
1: nothing in there. Like, it was his room. That's kind of a dick move then. Yeah, why would you lock the door? Because
2: then he could be like, hey, do you guys want to, like, use this as, like, a game room or a party room? You're
1: like a guest room. like like Literally a guest room, like he's like no locked it up and then homie just stayed there all summer. Yeah, I'm I'm on his side. You should keep that door unlocked. Yeah, like why would you lock the door?
2: And like there's no you're not winning either way.
1: That's oh, crazy. No. It was still funny though. That that summer was probably one of the most fun ever working at Don's. So, when you were at Texas State, did you do any racing? I raced late models a little bit, but not a lot. Dude, honestly, when I was at Texas State, like the summer before I moved out here, the helmet was about to go on the shelf, dude. Like, I was about to be done. Really? Yeah. Like, I was about to just quit racing. I mean, and just focus on school at the time. I mean, I was racing a little. I mean, I probably raced eight times a year. Like, pro and super still, late Still stuff. good? Yeah. Dude, like, I'm you still, still had it? I'm still winning.
2: So, like, when did you ever have to have that tough conversation? Not necessarily an out loud conversation, but like a internal monologue conversation with yourself to be like,
1: I mean, you gotta I gotta accept this. Like I'm I'm done. Yeah, no, I I no, I I was far past that before like that even that summer. Like I knew like I was just gonna be like I was like screw it, like I'll just be hometown hero, local legend, try to be the next Bubba Paul or Auggy Grill. And that's kinda what my plan was and I was gonna I was racing supers a little bit there at school, like going to school and then doing that, and then I was getting ready just to stop racing just so I could finish school. And then my plan was then I was like, All right, I'm just gonna try to finished school, like get a good job, so I can make enough money where I can like go back and hobby seriously it. race like super late models just on my own. And then I just happen to get a phone call that summer. I was like, "Hey, you want to come try to do this NASCAR stuff?" Yeah, I guess so. If now if there's any time, it's now because if I don't now, it's not ever going to happen. Like, so. did you go right from high school to college? Yeah. Well, I so I went through. I went to. I guess you could say three schools. I went to. I went to ACC Austin Community College for like the the summer semester before I actually went to school, so like right. that really doesn't count. And then I went, to, well, no, because I guess I did go to three actual colleges too. Because then I went to Texas A and M Corpus for my first semester of college. Absolutely hated it, like the worst thing ever. I would drive home five hours every single weekend just to see people from home and uh, do stuff there and work on race cars, whatever. Uh, and then after that, I moved to Texas State, which is funny because. Corpus is five hours away. Texas State's probably forty five minutes away from my house. I didn't go home at all as yeah, as that's usually how it goes like I didn't go home at all it's because i I enjoyed it so much and I played the fraternity and it's having them. they shove stuff up your butt and it nope. was good to go no I didn't none of that yeah they made that very clear in the interview, but it's like I know you see stuff in movies, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really how it goes not that not that side of things at least. It's like we're not like gonna yeah. Do you, do you call them all brother, like what's up, Brother Aiden and Brother Steve? No, 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 well like you can't when you're when you're a pledge, like you can't call them your brother
0: do you the actives
2: so like whether or not were there any of the so when you were in the fraternity, right, you're in it, woo, was there ever like the hardo from like, oh, I was a delta tau delta in ninety seven we used to
1: ransack this place, you know, I mean, yeah, there's always those. But like,
2: did they come in?
1: Like, oh, well, we used to pledges, do this. They're, and like, that. they're like, they're like, when you're a pledge, you're like, oh, we had it way worse than you guys. Like, they, they did. They probably got stuff shoved up their butts. I I hope not. I would really, I'd feel bad for those dudes. That's what I'm happens. just saying.
2: So when I, so I had I, to eat a stick of butter once, which
1: was kind of funny.
2: I worked at a college. I'm not going to name the college. It's close to Charlotte, and um. The baseball team at this college all got pretty bad rep, reprimanding, I guess, because they On were probation. Sho- yeah, like hate for like, hazing. Yeah, they were shoving bat handles.
1: That's disgusting, dude. Um, what that that I'm is dead a, serious. That's a college rumor, bro. Like they would not do that. No, I would not play baseball. I worked in the, the athletic kids. department, and you'd have to clean the poop off the bat. No, but like there there was a report. Damn. Someone that I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that in the slightest who would want to do that. I would, I would like, I'll go, I'll go play baseball at another school.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, would have, I would
1: have transferred out of there quickly.
2: But getting back to your thing, like, yeah, my first college was three and a half, four hours away from where I lived. And it was mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. Like once or tw- once or twice a month, I'd go back home. Cause it's like, I lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which was like the murder capital of the world at that point.
1: Hell yeah, gang.
2: But then I moved 30 minutes away from home and never went back. Where I went to college, there was 18 bars within a one-mile radius of my house. Yeah, that's always nice. And Like, you could leave home with $20 in your pocket, go out and get absolutely obliterated. Dude, that's how San Marcos was, too. And get a pizza. Yeah, and walk home and still have. Change I feel in like their most college
1: towns are kind of similar, at least. Like, I guess you, you didn't like, so you didn't go to like the main University of Washington, did you? I or not? Didn't, Wa- I didn't go to Wisconsin. Whatever, bro.
2: No, I went to one of the smaller. See, I schools. think those are always like those are definitely
1: better as far as party towns, but if you bro, look, and cheaper for sure.
2: If you look at like the party statistics and stuff, I don't know if that's a real thing, but we're up. We were up there with. The actual state school, which yeah. is also nationally ranked in the top, five so is Texas
1: Texas State's like number one dog. You don't even know. You can look it up. It's one of the one of the greatest. But yeah, it's the same way. Like we had, a, I lived at this place. It was called the Vistas, and like the school is on one side. Like you could walk to class, and then if you walk down the hill, there was the the square, which is like the town square. There was like a big historical building in the middle or whatever. Yeah. And then there was bars all around and there was kinda like different flavors of bars. There was like your more like chill bars, there was like your dive type bars, there was your club like Steve Aoki plays in there sometimes. Uh there was your Beer Gardens, which yeah. was cool. Louis was Louis is always cool. They had like the little they used to be able to get they had like so many different flavors of margaritas, like frozen margaritas. You can get them for a dollar. And they were
2: banging. See, it was really nice because all the bars by us were competing for the college crowd. So they would do Double Bubble and the
1: Best. Double Bubble? What the hell is that? Buy one, get one free. Oh. So it's Double Bubble. Is that what they called it? Yeah. That is corny. (laughs) No. And then
2: there was this one bar specifically called, uh, oh my God, I forget what it's called now. It was a Mardi Gras themed bar. Triple cripple
1: from, like, six to nine. <laughs> it was buy one, get two free. That's preposterous. I mean, I will say, like, Tuesday nights in San Marcos, like, every every place had dollar dos equis. Like, that was, like, a thing everywhere. And then it was, like, $2 u-collets. And then on a weekend, it was probably still, like, $2 well drinks, which would get you so hungover. So Like, you wake up in the morning feeling terrible when it's oh, yeah. those well.
2: But, uh. So during the summer, I'd say about sixty to seventy percent of the college crowd went mm-hmm. back home right so only the diehards are still there so the like the the deals got even more preposterous Dude, the, the
1: summer the summer bar scene at colleges is, it's like so much better I love it it's so like there's no one there like there's way less people there. you can like walk around and then it's during the summer, and when there's so little people there, you always like you like meet people and then like you always see them out the next time. And right. It's like, oh, yeah, we're all here. No, that's
2: a great, it's a great opportunity to get to know
1: your bartenders. Yeah, that too.
2: Because if you start, if you start getting a good repertoire.
1: They just throw you, throw you drinks.
2: You know, sometimes. Occasionally
1: knock you off on your tab. Listen,
2: you, the best thing you can do at any point in time, if you plan on going to a bar, being there for a while. Just go straight up to a bartender. Give them $20. Mm -hmm. Be like, this is your pre-tip. I just want you to, every time I come up here, when you have time, just come up and I'll take care of you. Yeah. You know? Rad. But uh, this same bar during the summers would have free beer Friday. What? Free beer? There was a catch. So you had to buy a shot.
1: Was it shot $10? No, it was, the shot was $3. So you can have a shot and six beers for $3. They literally you just get put, hammered for no
2: money. They literally just put a keg of beer in the middle of the bar. Freaking Wisconsin, pumped it. Man. You pumped it yourself, right? And you got access to a, a taco bar.
1: Oh. Huh. So you buy a shot, right? That sounds like a good, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've, I'm very partial to Texas State, but that sounds like a hell of a deal. It's, it was amazing.
2: And it was really, like, you get in this rhythm, right? Because you follow the deals. So it's like, oh, we're, we're here on Mondays. We're over there on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, we kind of go wherever. Thursdays, we're back at that spot. It was just a wild experience.
1: Did they have a, uh, a place called Chimmy's where you went to school? No. Maybe that's the Texas chain because it's like a Chimmy's, San Marcos, Chimmy's at College Station. There's a Chimmy's. and it Loddy. was it served. Like, they had, like, they had, like, Mexican food. Like, it was, like, not Mexican food. They had, like, you know, you can get tacos or nachos or whatever. And then, like, margaritas and, you know, land sharks, dosekis. We had. Things like that.
2: We had something called Topper's Pizza. I mean, normal pizza place, but then they make, like, the bread, the breadsticks only pizzas.
1: Do you have a Gumby's? No. Hmm. I actually have heard that, that there is, like, other places, like, other colleges outside of Texas that have Gumby's.
2: I don't even know what that is. It's a pizza place. Oh,
1: makes sense. They had like wild pizza in there, but it was pretty cool. And there was also, a, I think it was called Valentino's. It was like a bar restaurant thing, but it closed at night. But like from midnight to two, you could get pizza by the slice out of the window. Oh, that's the best stuff. Dude. Boston.
2: Awesome. Dude. We, I think every college town has its own. That's the spot. That's the drunk
1: spot. Yeah, for
2: for pizza slices.
1: Yeah, I mean you got. I mean, because there was one on Sixth Street too. It wasn't like that. I think it was like literally like a like a hot dog cart almost. But the dude had pizzas there.
2: Dude, we had some solid hot dog carts.
1: We didn't have much of that there.
2: Every three bars, there was a hot dog cart. Hmm. Like
1: in January,
2: in March, like throughout the whole year. Negative ten degrees. You want a hot dog? Get a hot dog.
1: Not bad. Look, you're Glizzy Gobbler, so. did, was it like, it was like this Texas State, and I don't I don't have much else to talk about tonight, so we're going to talk about this for a while. I mean, we'll, we could talk about We're going to milk this holiday. cow as long as we can. We could we'll talk, talk about, about that later. Stuff. We'll talk about that later, but I was going to ask, because it was kind of weird at Texas State, like, our, your rotation of bars, I feel like, would change, like, we'd go to, like... Are you talking seasonally? No, I mean, just the, whatever's whatever's popping that week, you go there, and then sometimes you'd rotate, or... But then, some, like, you had your staples, right, like... We used to always go, place called Vodka Street. Or you go Chimmies slash Craft House first. Those are two pregame bars. Then you go.
2: Got to get a good base.
1: Yeah, you got to get a good base. Maybe get a little food in you. Get ready for the night. Meet. That's where everybody meets up. And then you go out from there. Then you go from there to Vodka Street, which is like the kind of the pregame spot. See who's out. I mean, that's like it's so weird, like how the whole deal works. But like literally, everybody would go to Vodka Street first. You see who's out. It was a bigger place, like a lot of rooms, so you can kind of see the people around. Then, uh, you either go to, you go to Maylou's, had this shot called the Game Face, it was like, literally, like, it was like a double, like, I don't know what kind of, it was that tall. Yeah. It was huge. It was a pint glass. It was a pint glass. All uh, liquor? Mostly, li- dude, they were rough. They were rough It's got to be like get a down. $15 drink. No, but it was like, it was like one you, like, drop the shot glass in, so it kind of helped fill it up. Oh, it's a depth charge. I think, I don't know, dude, but. Them things were rough. They were bright red. They tasted like jello, but like with a lot of liquor in it. <laughs> but uh those things get you goosed up pretty good right there. Then you go you might go to a Green Parrot. Green Parrot was kind of small, kinda of packed, but it was the coolest bar, I think. Real sticky carpets in there. But a real nice. Were the couches outside. sticky? The couches weren't bad, but you had to be there you had to be on your game to get a couch. You had right. to know someone sitting there. Or you said to pull up and just At the right time. Just knocks it like someone's getting up boom slide in there with a lot of people and then uh usually end up at the hive or the the vault i don't know what it's called now actually my buddy owns it now he bought it
2: that's wild
1: and like he owns it now but like does he real- feel like old i don't know or is he is he, he was of, older than me but like is he
2: one of those like bar owners that like i don't even know how to explain it like they get drunk at their own bar and they they try to like
1: no because this like, he really turned it more into like a like a it kind of already was a a club atmosphere. Like that was like a real music loud, like lots of lights, whatever had your VIP section. The good thing about him owning it was we'd always get VIP section for buying like a $10 bottle of champagne or whatever it was. So we could always get wow big spenders. uh, We were in college, dude. We're not going to spend any money. You could get like, you could literally get a bottles of uh, vodka. And it was like the ones with it was like the, you know, the, the vodka that's like got the red stripe. It's like some kind of Russian Svedka? No, it wasn't Svedka because it was a red vertical stripe and it had Smirnoff. the name like no, it was not smeared. I would Stoli's. know smear enough. It might have been something like that. Was it gross? Yes, it was gross. Stoly's. But uh it was glass bottle though. But anyway, you can get one of those for forty bucks. But the was, whole bottle. The whole bottle. That's forty dollars. And but bo- and bo- like that's bottle service, you know, like girls coming out with the So that's a eight dollar
2: bottle. Of vodka that they're selling to you for 40.
1: Yeah, and you're in college, so it's like, hey, bro, you want to split a bottle with me? <laughs> we'll both throw 20, and then we can get this sweet ass section over here. And all the girls that come over here. But, uh, and yeah, that was all, always all fun. All three of them? And then, and then, no, nah, dude, girls see bottles. They're, they're, they're following the sparklers. Uh, did they have the, uh, the, the semi ugly shot girls with the the beakers. No, no, no. We didn't. We didn't have any of those down there. We didn't have any of those down there. And then also the the other place was called the Mark, and like you really only went there if you were like lost. This is gonna be
2: so great for the podcast.
1: Well, no, I mean, all these people who don't live in Texas they're getting, or
2: Wisconsin they're to know
1: my our your, college life your origin story. Yeah, because I go to the Mark, uh, and there was this. There was actually this one bottle girl that I liked there. We hung out or whatever. Uh, and then they used to have shows and stuff there. Like, they would always have, like, EDM concerts. I went to a Paul Wall concert there. <laughs> Dude, it Fuck was it. sick. It was my buddy's birthday. We rented out the whole VIP booth, so we had the whole upstairs for Dude, ourselves. Had 20 bucks? I don't know. I didn't pay. I, I, I Venmoed some money, but it was like a group effort.
2: Our college was so different because Venmo wasn't even a thing when I went to college. Really? And we're not that far apart. How old are you? I'd rather not say but...
1: Just say it. What, 29?
2: Yeah, I'm 29.
1: Damn. All right.
2: So, Texas State, you go out to the bars, right? Mm-hmm. Majority college crowd, right? Right. You would say? See, my college experience is a little bit different because it it's right in the middle of a city.
1: So, you had a little mix.
2: So, there's probably six or seven bars that were relatively close to campus and those would stay majority college kids mm-hmm. those ones would get so packed that there's just no point going to them so we expanded down to the townie bars nice and you want you meet the like obviously some sketchy people but the the nicest people characters um, I can
1: see that yeah I can see that that's that's funny
2: and like dude it was now, honestly wild thinking
1: back on it at Texas state I mean it was Middle of town, middle of town, in San Marcos, but there was no nobody, no older people, no one. Like if I went back there now, I'd be probably one of the oldest people in the bar.
2: Like on occasion, I would see my landlord out really prowling
1: for That's college funny. age chicks. That's funny. Shit. And he wasn't like that much. He was like thirty five, maybe. That's funny. No, dude, I it's actually cr- like because I've thought about cause I I'd like to go back to the square just because you know me and my friends go see what's up. And I'm always. But the thing that sucks is the only opportunity I have is like a homecoming weekend. Because if I go back on a regular weekend, I will be the oldest person in there by a large margin. Then you can go do the, what's uh, up, bro? It was a Delta Tau
2: Delta, twenty
1: twelve. No, yeah, no, nah, yeah. On I'm, your knees. I'm pledge. a legend there, bro. I was the NASCAR driver in the fraternity. I'm a f-ing legacy. No, a legacy means like my dad was in it. Uh, was he? No, no. Oh. That's tragic. No, he, was, he wasn't a frat guy.
2: Sounds like a smart guy. Jeez.
1: You have no idea. You're having to charge money for parties, but we just all put our own money together and have the biggest parties and then go for free and then no other randos go to our parties.
2: So did you go through that whole drinking arc of college? It was like freshman and sophomore. He was like house party, house party, house party. That's all we're going to do. Like, we're going to drink in the dorms. We're going to drink at... I mean, I had a fake ID, so I'd try to go to bars. But I'm just saying, like, you had that arc. It was like, man, house parties are starting to get lame. Yeah, I mean, everybody does. Boring. Everybody you go to house parties and you get tired of it. Every week, like, we had parties. Like, my freshman year, because I went to a different school, I didn't really drink that much.
1: That's how I was my first semester.
2: And then second year, I got thrown to the wolves. Because <laughs> a lot of my friends were a year older than me. So they the the school I went to was really weird. You had to live on campus for the first two years and then two years, yeah, it was weird, wow, unless you lived within thirty miles of the school, which I was like just outside of yeah the thirty mile rule, but they had a house, so i I was there four nights a week,
1: yeah, just I mean, that's how I was I lived in a dorm, I was always staying at my older friend's house who had an apartment, so like I
2: think one we, one party started on a Friday night. Right. We did the whole Friday night. Took about five hours off, then rolled right into Saturday.
1: We went through 15, 18 kegs. Dude, isn't it crazy how your body could do that back then? There's no way I could do what I used to do. Dude,
2: I had I had
1: two drinks last night, and I felt... had Head hurt a little bit this morning or what? Like my back hurt. Dude, like, it's weird. Like you can't even... Like I noticed because I... Uh, I ran that you see that grape drink race or whatever people run on iRacing? racing? Yeah. I ran in that and that's kinda like a you know, a little you might have a, a beverage or two and I, I had a handful of white claws over there, I had a couple of roadies while I was driving. And uh yeah responsibly,
2: we'll, he wasn't driving I, mean, a car. I was literally
1: on iRacing, racing, so let's get that out there. Someone's gonna take this out of total damn, I shouldn't have said that. Someone's gonna try to take this out of context. Anyways. Well good, we'll get more on onorite. Yeah. Uh but anyway, I woke up the next morning to, like I guess that was on Saturday, so it was Sunday, so I was just chilling. And I was like, damn, I'm just out of it today. Like, I don't want to do anything. Was, but we also raced till like 2 a.m., so.
2: That sounds awful.
1: That race is hilarious. You should, I might try to get you in on that next time. It's funny. Like, right. It's six races, which kind of sucks. Uh, Matt Wishart. Never heard of he's him. He's a photographer. He takes pictures for Tommy Joe Martins, I know. Uh Anyways, like I don't know, it's me Vargas, uh, a bunch of other people from racing industry. Anyways, it's like six races. The first one was Charlotte with uh, Daytona prototypes and the new Mercedes F1 cars. So it was like doing the chicane on the backstretch. No, 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 it was full, full, wide open. Oh my! How many quick repairs? I think unlimited. Yeah, But, I mean, the deal is, so, like, it's a six-race thing, and the six-race is, like, it's a playoff. So, it was, like, the winner of the Mercedes, the winner of the prototypes qualified. The first person, or no, the last person on the lead lap in the Daytona prototype qualified. And then, I think it was a fastest lap in the Mercedes qualified. And then the next race, it was, like, it was Miatas versus Formula Vs at South Boston. And it was whoever got the most incident points qualified, whoever finished fifth in the Miatas qualified. So it's just random. Yeah, totally random. Like, we did Radicals in Nashville, and I almost got this one. It was like, I think it was whoever led the fifth lap, whoever finished 20th, which was a real weird deal. And then the first car two laps down, and then something else. But, like, I qualified ninth i dude, i was like second at fifth i was so because i didn't make the playoffs but then when it caught down to the end and i think it was whoever finished second maybe or no it was something some other kind of weird qualification to get into the next round but anyways the the race for 20th was like it just kept slowing down it just slowly right. kept going slower like the whole like it was like a pack of like 20 people trying to finish 20th so it was like they'd like go up and they slow down and then it just kept slowing the whole pack down And then the lead pack got to us, and they're trying to, like, zip through us because we're going, like, 50 miles an hour. I finished 18th. I didn't qualify for that one either. Damn. The final round was uh, Jetta's versus Formula V versus the 2009 IndyCar at the Nürburgring. And the IndyCar started a minute after we started.
2: Oh, so they're going to just blaze through you. So,
1: yeah, they had to catch up, but they didn't get to, like, I finished, like, fifth in the jet. I was terrible. Was it, like, one lap? Yeah, one lap. Damn. Uh, they got to us right at the last corner, and then uh, me and Vargas were racing for the Jetta to finish fifth or whatever it was. We got together, and then Vargas spun the guy that was leading the IndyCar that was passing I bet him. he loved that. And the, it, it's a... It's a fun deal. It's, it's not. No one really cares. I mean, he was. it's
2: not the ITRL.
1: No. Yeah. No one's getting heated like the Iron Thunder Racing League. Uh, it was fun, though. Like, I got done. I was like, damn, I want to do that again. But they do them like four times a year. So hopefully I get invited back. Yeah. It was a good time. I love like goofy racing stuff
2: like that. Yeah. I've always wanted them to do like stadium super truck stuff because they have the truck for it. Yeah, right? they could do
1: it. And you already have the jumps. Yeah, just I mean, it's they could easily model like a metal ramp. In oh, the, mini jump. Yeah, Do you, have you noticed how like so like that freedom that Cletus McFarland isn't is that his name at that yeah. freedom Factory, like it's kind of like he's putting on like wacky I racing races but in real life. Yeah, like the like I watched a race the other day that was like forty four Rangers on a three eighths mile racetrack. Yeah, and then they had that enduro race that Kurt Busch won with the chicane on the back straightaway. Mm-hmm. I think it's just weird that those kind of things are, like, starting to pop up, and I really feel like it's from iRacing having really goofy races. People are like, well, you we should just do this in real life.
2: I think he gets away with it because he owns the racetrack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he has this thing as, like, it's mine,
1: you can't have it, and everyone really wants to be there. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. No, but I mean, I watched that Ford Ranger race on YouTube the other day. Stands were packed for that. Like, it was full. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't know if he, like, I think he... He does like he did spectator races, and then that, and I almost walked. There was a CTSV that almost knocked the wall down because he just got beat by a Celica. He got beat through the corner, and he was trying to like motor by him at the during just the straightaway, don't. and just damn near knocked the turn one wall down.
2: I've I've seen a uh, spec eliminator race on a dirt track where a guy kind of did the same thing, mm-hmm. just gave a little too much sauce out of four, and drove straight head on into the wall. <laughs>
0: That's so it was like, like a,
2: a, a pristine, like 78 Camaro. Oh, no. And it was
1: he was running on a dirt track. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. And it was like up against a Durango. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny, like how they get beat by those kind of things. I, it's just
2: uh, it's just weird stuff.
1: I don't understand how spectator races are a thing. Like, I feel like that is That's so wildly dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. And people just don't know what they're doing in the. I feel like they do them because they know that eventually someone's going to screw up and they're going to crash their car and it's going to be a huge deal. And everyone's already videotaping it. Yeah. And everyone's going to talk about it to their friends next week. So then that brings people, which I mean, I guess it's good marketing strategy, but it's a uh, reckless one at the very least. Yeah. So. Well, anyways. What's your, uh, what's your Christmas New Year's plans? Going to going home the 23rd. Spend Christmas with the family. Then I'm flying to Denver on the 26th, going to go snowboard. My buddy lives in Denver, so I'm going to go see him. And then one of our other friends is driving up, or I think he's flying, whatever it is. And he's staying over at Breckenridge, so we're going to go snowboard a little bit. I think we're going to rent some snowmobiles, go rip wow. the sleds in the in the in, the the back out there, in a little backcountry ripping sleds. And then uh, we're going to drive down to my family's house in Durango, and meet some of my some more of my friends down there. And then we're going to snowboard there for a few days. And then I'll drive back or fly back, whatever it may be. And then head back out here and get right back to work. Nice. Yeah, man. What you,
2: about you? Um, I'm going to be busy uh, going to the Ravens Packers game on Sunday. Hmm. So we're driving up. There's this awesome pizza place. It's the best pizza place I've ever had. It's called Pizza John's. It's John. Of, I forget what it's called, but they do, so you can get pizza there, right? But then they, it's the best frozen pizza I've ever had. Really? Yep. So we called the head. We specially ordered, because then they can put them on ice, like dry ice. Yeah. We're we're loading down two coolers with 50 pizzas. What? Yeah, to bring them back. 50? Yeah. What, you, how much is that? How much does that cost you? It's expensive, but it's for it's like a full six months. I mean, supply. are you gonna like? It's not
1: all for us. I was gonna say, are you like gonna give these pieces to other people, or are you just gonna be eating pizza no, every night it's, for six it's months? It's not.
2: It's not all for us. It's some for us, some for her parents. Okay. Some for her aunt.
1: Okay. I was gonna say, dude, like, what are you doing? That like that's something that a guy like me who lives by himself would do. But I don't even think you have space. No, I don't. I don't know. I had to clean out, dude. I. <laughs> I went grocery shopping, I don't know, a month ago, and I bought some pickles. Never opened them. Like, never opened them at all. Opened them the other day, and it was like the pickle juice was, like, fizzing. You know, like, what the hell? That's gross. I think they fermented in there. I tried one. Regret that. Oof. It was so gross, and I went and threw it all away. So, my fridge is pretty empty right now. That's the one thing like I really don't like about living by myself is, like, I can't steal other people's food. <laughs> yeah, <you're, laughs> and mine's you're just kind of empty. on your own. <laughs> yeah, mine's just empty because I used to swipe other people's snacks often. Wow, is uh, that's terrible. I know it's not good, but I used to do it way too often. You feel good then about I, yourself? Then I just blame it on Chris. Man, I feel bad for this Chris guy. Oh, he's a head ass. He is a head ass, dude. Like he,
2: uh, one time. Are you gonna let me finish my? I'm sorry. Yeah, my schedule. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta do that more. Good. I'm glad you did that. So, after the football game, driving home on Monday, drive home, or not drive home, drive home, I guess, back to the Charlotte area, then fly on Tuesday up to Wisconsin, see the family. I'm flying back on Christmas Eve. Really? That's dicey, I know. But, I'll be here with the in-laws for Christmas. Okay. And then... I have a winter project that I'm doing.
1: You got to read a book and write a paper about it or what?
2: No. I'm starting my fit check.
1: Okay. I'm
2: buying a total home gym setup for the garage.
1: Really? Yeah. Get that garage gym going. Garage I gym. I aspire to have a garage gym one day. So. I'm trying to just be, or go ahead, sorry. Yeah, you got to stop. I You got to let me talk. I was just so pumped on the garage gym. <laughs>
2: Um, because it's like, oh, I don't want to pay 50 bucks a month for a gym that's 20 miles away. That's a hyperbole. But so the motivation is if I, if I sink a substantial amount of my own money into this, I'm invested and it's literally 20 steps from anywhere in the house. Yeah. That's like how I was when I bought this podcast stuff. I was like, well, if I buy the podcast stuff, I have to use it. Right. So that was my logic. So I have a whole plan we got to get we got to clean a portion of the garage out and we got to get it all set
1: up so i can get shredded
2: for the hell wedding yeah
1: dog hell yeah Dude, Alex, i aspire to have a garage gym i'm trying to be in the garage garage door open <laughs> on like a saturday maybe
2: i don't want to be that much of a and hardo just,
1: and just be just benching heavyweight and then get up and see someone walking the dog hey bill Just be looking huge and just flexing on the neighbors, and that's why everyone thinks you're a douche. No one thinks I'm a douche.
2: (laughs) I really want to bring up a comment that we had on the podcast
1: last week. That a comment on this podcast? Yes, that our guest made about a future guest. No, no, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that if we still want to. It was. It was. (laughs) No, 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 no.
2: It was quoted on Twitter, and it was very hilarious.
1: Was it really? Yeah,
2: somewhat. Uh, you, you have uh, to, you'll have to point that out. For, me, no, right? a former, another former guest tweeted the quote. That's funny. Because that was,
1: that <laughs> was genuine. That was all him. Like yeah. that.
2: We didn't set him up for that. He said it by himself. And he,
1: uh, he made sure he got that punch in there. Yeah. That's
2: funny. But he yeah. was, so this current guest that we're talking about was supposed to be on the
1: podcast today. I knew he wasn't going to come on. You commented on it. His social media. No, but then I, then he texted me back. Oh, he did? Okay. I like, thought maybe he just said, like, he replied to your comment and said yes just to, you know, appease his viewers.
2: So we know he's not going to listen to this, right? No. There's no chance. So we can f- talk him nah, we all we No, we shouldn't do want.
1: that. We shouldn't do that. Or do you want me
2: to confront him?
1: Let's do it later. You
2: want to just, like, confront him, like, just everything at him? No, on the I am mean, not going to be,
1: like, crazy like that. I mean, he's still my friend. Is he? known him forever dude he's raced you like a cob Yeah, so was a lot of people yeah, that's true. and i honestly i race other people like that too i mean randy caldwell absolutely hates you yeah he spotted for me when oh at atlanta i want to run the 15 car to atlanta yeah he's gonna be like that oh, f- yeah. <laughs> he's a real tough character <laughs> i don't know why he didn't like me It was always his driver that raced like an ass that's because he had no business being in a race yeah car. and i mean i kind of would like he'd always just be in the way and then I would kind of mean I would probably raise like an ass then, but like he brought it upon himself. This isn't my fault. What do you think? Did you see the
2: what what finally came down for Harmon?
1: I heard about it. They withheld the suspension and everything. See, but someone told me that they, they took the the fine away. The fine's the not on,
2: on the crew chief anymore. See, it's me. on the organization. Okay.
1: And they they started to go fund me. Mm. For that, I don't mm. know that emoji where it's like the teeth are showing us two dot. That's the yeah, the Chrissy Teigen. That's my yeah, (laughs) that's my feeling right now. That sucks. Though I mean, I I I don't know. I don't know. what I can see both sides. Yep,
2: exactly. Me too. Harmon's not out there testing equipment. No,
1: but he shouldn't have posted on social media. Yeah, that was a stretch.
2: Who do you think that was? I don't know. You know, you want to start pointing fingers?
1: No, I really don't know who did it. I don't know. I mean, it it could be whoever, but whatever. It's, it sucks. I feel bad for Mike on that deal. I mean, that's a.
2: I mean, it it drops him out. It's a lot of money sub- substantially. I mean, it definitely
1: on the one car. Yeah, he'll have to. he well, You fine think on he's this. only running one car? I don't know.
2: You want to break that news?
1: What news? I don't know. I don't know. What you're talking about his news. I I don't have. I don't know. I haven't talked to Mike in a long time. No, I no. saw him this morning. Yeah, no, you had to go pick up uh, some oh, Panini trading card stuff. Yeah, got I guess I am now your personal assistant. No, oh my God, so it's so wrong for me. I'm going to ask the, the viewers slash listeners to ask my friend, my podcast co-host, to stop by a shop that is literally right it's off. It's not on the way to work. Yes, it is. No. Do you not take 150 all the way?
2: I do. Is Harmon's shop
1: on 150? No, but it's on. Well, I guess no. You got congratulations.
2: It's not on my way to work.
1: No, oh, whatever. How far out of the way? Total. Yeah. That four minutes.
2: You're you're four minutes in and out. Okay. I got there before Harmon did.
1: You did I but literally anyway, just? It is so wrong for me to ask my friend who is coming from where Harmon's shop is when I need this stuff picked up because they shipped it to his shop a little bit ago. To stop by in the morning, pick it up on his way to work because it's. Four minutes out of the way, it's not like I asked I asked Max. I If you had told me, oh, it's out of the way, I might have thought of something different. I might have got someone from Rick Ware's Denver shop to go get it for me because it is right on the way from their shop back to Mooresville. But, uh, Do you even know anybody out the Denver shop anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say Matt Kemp, but he's out of town. Yeah. And he's not going to go to Harmon's. No, he is they're not going to go to Harmon's. They're on bad terms.
2: You got him in crab legs.
1: Yeah, and I don't know that dude. Yeah. So I was your literal only help. That's why I texted you.
2: This and, you and I was like,
1: I was like, what time do you pass by Harmons usually in the morning? He's like eight. He didn't say, oh, I don't pass by it's like He didn't say, oh, no, it's out of my way. He said I pass by there at about eight. I said, cool. Can you stop by and get these cards if Mike's gonna be there in the morning? He's like, oh, what am I, your errand runner now? I after the weekend also like, oh, well, I was. I was in a tight spot. What do you want me to do? I thought they were going to hold me up with the Jiffy I mean, Lube because my card got, like, hacked or whatever last week, and I had to order a new card. And I went to get my oil change at Jiffy Lube the other day, and I thought and I had 100 bucks cash on me. I was like, okay, that'll cover it. And he's like, all right, it's $114. I don't have a debit card to use because my new one hadn't got here yet. And I had 100 bucks. So I was like, hey, Matt, can you come spot me $20? <laughs> but then the... uh the homie at Jiffy Lube hooked me up. He just like, used his employee discount, paid with his card, and I gave him 100 bucks. And you didn't even give him a t shirt. I just shouted him out. You don't even know his name? At the homie at Jiffy Lube. Long hair. Yeah, so. I'm sure he watches. I'm sure. I hope the, hope the owner at Jiffy Lube isn't watching because then I just aired him out just now. Yeah,
2: dude, you just screwed him over.
1: He just lost his job. Nah, maybe. All I... right.
2: But where were we? What were we talking about?
1: Oh, I was going to tell you about this other story when I interrupted you earlier. Uh, it was about my buddy Chris. We are talking about Chris, how he's a head ass. Head Headass. Hopefully, I can, if I can get him on here, you'll love Chris because he is... Is he goofy. local? No, 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 no. He lives in... I think he lives in Cedar Park near Austin now. Anyways. we
2: we'll have to get him on, dial him up on the on the Zoom call.
1: Yeah, we could do that. I'm trying to get... I've been telling all my friends from Austin, like, oh, yeah, we're, they're always like, yeah, we'll come out there. We're going to see what's up. It's been three years, guys. Thanks. He's really, put you on the spot. Really makes me feel... uh Like y'all are some close friends.
2: No, but that's what you do when you go back home. You know, when you when you live where no one else lives, you always extend that that blanket Oh yeah, we got an extra room, come visit.
1: Thing never comes through. No one ever comes through. Have any of your Wisconsin friends ever come down here?
2: Yeah, a couple.
1: Oh yeah, make me feel good.
2: But they were it but it was like a, a, a conjoined effort. Okay. Because we were going to the Green Bay Packer. Okay. Carolina Panther game.
1: Oh, that makes sense. I we actually I'm went up to uh, my company, so
2: we uh, we went to one of the players' houses when because the, their friend um, actually played for the Carolina Panthers at that time. Hmm. So, wow, sick so little humble brag.
1: Anyways, Chris, we'll get him on here one day, and we'll talk about this story. He was uh, testing out our buddy's ruckus. It's a moped. If you all know. Car? Oh yeah, he was trying to Snapchat him riding it. Oh, that's Hit a terrible. car, and then we got a picture in our group meeting from his roommate, who's also our pledge brother. He uh, he was in the he went to the hospital and he had both front teeth knocked out. Oh, and it was like probably guy. the worst picture I've ever seen of somebody. Now,
2: question: Was this car moving? No, no, parked. Yeah, that's, parked car. That's worse in a parking lot. I actually have a story that's similar to that. So we moved into a house. And there was a group of females that lived next door. Mm-hmm. Moved in the week before, or whatever. We're sitting on our porch, just minding our own business. And I may have told this story before, but they're like, they're getting drunk. They're like, "Hey, boys, what's up? We're a blast in the gl- in a glass." And my roommate Bill, without hesitation, goes, "Cool, we're." A <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: probably bleep that out.
2: Yeah. But, but, so then that night, one of the girls next door was testing out her new moped. Oh no. Unprovoked. Right. There's one car on oh, the street. No. It's parked. always
1: worse when it's a girl too.
2: There's just one car. She, I mean, she was a little she
1: was Yeah. So was Chris. Yeah.
2: And she just center punched the, the, the back of the car.
1: Man, moped crash. So you is want to know what we to watch. what her nickname was for the rest of the year? Uh, crash, crash. I was gonna say uh, crash bandicoot. What's uh, what's like the stereotypical moped name? I'm trying to remember. I can't think of it. The, like the goofy looking round one. It has a name. Everybody knows it. But Vespa. Vespa. That's it. <laughs> That's a weird nickname. She crashed on a moped. That's funny. Yeah. Well. Do you wanna make any announcements? No, but I should have something soon. I'm talking like real soon. Soon tomorrow? Maybe not soon tomorrow, but like soon.
2: Is this an early Christmas present?
1: Possibly. Or a late Christmas present? It'll be somewhere around there. Hopefully soon. I I had I had a good conversation today. So hopefully everything's good. So put in the comments what you think is gonna happen. What do you think I'm gonna do? You think I'm a go uh
2: I think it's pretty easy to connect the dots, but
1: is it? I don't know.
2: I mean, I'm I'm from an insider's perspective.
1: Yeah, so whatever. Whatever you say, dog. Uh do you have any announcements or you're just chilling? I'm just hanging out. What are you trying What are you hoping to get for Christmas this year? Gym equipment. Well, you know you're getting that. I know. That's pretty much it. I hate, I, I hate Christmas like that when you know what you're getting. It takes away the whole shock value from when you were a kid I mean, and you didn't it, for, really know what you were getting. For dude.
2: me now, it's the Christmas time is more about going home and seeing family than I've gotten to that age where it's like. No, I
1: mean, I guess I am too, but like it's. It's whole, not like
2: I'm, I want the like a Power Ranger and I don't get my Power Ranger.
1: Like I get a whole shock value from when you're a kid and you like. Unwrap that first and, PS2. And, and you're like. Oh, I did not know I was getting that. <laughs> I've had a few of those over the years. And it's like, even if it's like something that's not even that sick, or you just didn't know what you're getting I'm like, oh, nice. Now it's a lot of socks and underwear and T-shirts. Yeah, I've been seeing all those memes. It was like, it was like brothers were a few days away, and it's just a picture of just the holiest, like, not holiest, <laughs> like hang like, on Christianity, but like got a lot of holes in them, boxers. Yeah. I
2: mean, maybe someone will gift me a micro sprint. Huh. I doubt it, but,
1: you know. Yeah, are you trying to re-gift that thing when you get it? <laughs> no, it's mine. Were well, are you going to wheel it? Might have to. Shoo. Can I be your driver coach? If you pay me. If I pay you to give you a, to do you a service. You
2: pay me to give me lessons.
1: Yeah, we'll see about that. You're a hard, driving a hard bargain. Okay,
2: name. you and I have about the same amount of experience on dirt.
1: No, not true at all. You said you raced once on dirt. No, I've raced two dirt modified races. I've raced like three dirt flat cart races, and I've run four micro sprint races. One being the Tulsa Shootout. Yeah, and I've and raced in like three dirt legend car races, and I've raced one. Yeah, so yeah, you, could, you could say it's, it's pretty. You could close. say it's the same. Yeah, yeah, pretty right. close. I am undefeated in flat carts. I've never lost. That's because you're racing like. No, it's because I have raced three times and I've won three times. I basically raced, raced in like the world of outlaws. Go-kart series. Raced in the D&Q Arca series. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's all the heavy. That's hares. like the lowest D&Q That's series. all the heavy. No, it wasn't the Arca series. What, the Bush, The Grand National? No, it was, the, it was the all-star race. So it was technically like the, the highest oh, series. The big boys. I made it what into mean? the B-Main.
1: I was with two laps. You were to, also cheating your ass off. You said you were changing Max's colors. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm sure everybody was, but... Um,
2: with like three laps to go, I was one spot out of the transfer spot. Mm. Because
1: I went to the top and everyone stayed on the bottom. You're ripping you're ripping the top, huh? I tried. Did it work? No. Well, you just said you got to one spot
2: out. Right, because the first seven cars chose the bottom. Oh, and the next just... two chose the top, and I was the next one to go no. to the top.
1: Oh, they had the choose rule? Yeah. I we, like the choose they rule. They started the choose, choose rule. No, no. No, they did not. Yes, they did. I choose rolls around when I was 10 years old, buddy. Cool. Probably around way before that, too. It's probably around before all of us. I don't know how I used to do it back in the day. Like, now I have the spotter. That, I mean, it's obviously a lot harder. There's a lot more cars. But back when I was a kid, like, I don't even remember counting. I was just like, oh, I think there's less cars in this line. I'm going to go up here. There's more feel. I used to always count. Uh, Or now, like, with, my, with the spotter I had at JD, he, like, I'd tell him, okay, like, I will, I prefer this line, and I'll we'll talk about it, but like, okay, if we go plus two here, he's like, I'm just going to tell you top and bottom when you get there. Which yep. makes it way easier. Like, when I was running Mike's car, bringing the other car, I was like, all right, just count, and then I'd do the math in my head, like the lab before.
2: Listening to that radio sometimes was so chaotic.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, baby, oh my God. it was an
1: exciting radio feed, which... Sometimes isn't the best, you know. Sometimes I mean, you want that pump up, but sometimes you it needs to be calm, a nice calm demeanor. Do you have a spotter set up for next year? I think so. Is he good or she? Yeah. yeah.
2: Hmm. It's D. D, huh? Yeah.
1: Been around a while. Yeah. Y'all all know D, huh? All right, well. You got anything else to talk about? Are we wrapping this one up? This is the last one for a while, people. Yeah. Going on that holiday break. So looking back on our first ten episodes, what's what's the highlights for you? I don't know. The fact that we're still going probably. The fact that we uh actually have been able to put out some decent content, I feel like. I feel like our our listeners are going up. Uh when do honestly when you sent me that that screenshot off Reddit, I was like, damn <coughs> we uh we got a real supporter. Out here, but then I realized that it was your burner account, and I was like, damn. Yeah. damn, what?" <laughs> I was trying to just do some guerrilla marketing. No, yeah, I, I now appreciate that. We that's stuff we need. The next thing we need is someone to send uh, these SD cards to, so they can just put the pod together, and all we have to be is the talent on the mics. Yeah, but that costs money, you know. So which you don't have? Unless well, so there's an intern out there. Wants to be, uh, wants to put on the resume there of the producer of Real Man of Genius. Uh, get that Bailey Curry seal of approval. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, once this thing takes off, you'll be like, I started, I started that. I got it to where it is today. Maybe that maybe I should pursue something like that. I'm not even kidding. Whenever I, uh, hopefully, I think I am going to move out of this apartment into a two bedroom and I can get like a real stew. Yeah. And then I could, then well, you can
2: get a garage gym.
1: I already have an apartment gym.
2: I'm saying if you get a house.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I've been looking into that too. I don't know the housing market, man. Whew, it's crazy right now. And it's not—it's not good. So, might just chill over here at Langtree until then. So, you can't, don't let people know where you live. This, do you know how many apartments are here? Like twelve. You know how many other NASCAR people live here that are probably more notable than me? Like three. Okay, maybe less than uh, notable than me. So maybe like one. One. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Stefan Parsons. Stefan does not live here. I'm just throwing him off the trail. Oh yeah, he was talking about moving here. This is this is the spot. If we could just get a, if we could just make Kilted Buffalo the bar down there, a slightly younger crowd, be perfect. Because I feel like a bunch of the people who live here are younger.
2: They're over 21. There's a lot of NASCAR tech dudes here, which I didn't expect. Like they're all over 21, but less than 30. Now it's a lot of
1: older folk, too.
2: But then you go downstairs. Yeah, you go to Kilton Buffalo, and, and it's,
1: like, 40-plus. For the most part. But you know, that keeps you out of trouble. But then I think I, I, I might just be going on the wrong days. Yeah. Not a lot of talent on Tuesday nights. No, which you should. That's why like I don't understand. Like, back in college, Tuesday was a big night. Well, people have jobs now. Uh, Man up? Work hungover, maybe? That sounds like you're an alcoholic. No, yeah, I don't do that either. <laughs> I would hope not. But, uh, yep, yep. Like I said, when we get the, when we get the new studio, because we're going to do it, I'm going to do it, whatever. I I'm wanna, not helping you move. Okay, sick, dude, thanks. I didn't even ask you to. You would help me move if I asked you to. You're going to say that now, but you would definitely help me. Anyways, I want to get, like, a, uh, a producer table, like, off to the side. With his own camera. Yeah, with his own camera. And I really want to make I I gotta Google uh like ways I can hook the camera cameras up to the mics. So it's like whenever this one cues up, it's like recording me and then records you whenever you're talking. Uh but yeah, I pre cause I feel like that's I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. And just get rid of the GoPro, retire it just to snowboard videos. Uh But, yeah, if y'all have any other ideas on what I should put in the studio in six months, uh, leave it in the comments. So getting back to the question that
2: I asked you that you're you're supposed to ask me, you know, that's how we we play back and forth. I think it was really cool seeing different people sit in that chair that have
1: different jobs in the industry. No, definitely. I agree with that. I was going to say that, too, but I got sidetracked as always.
2: Yeah, you always just go off on these...
1: Ridiculous crazy tangents.
2: tangents. I mean, we've had drivers, we've had mechanics, we've had dump,
1: dump, he's a mechanic, he's a gas man. We had a show car specialist and amateur light model driver, and we had pockets on here, which and is, pockets. He's just, you know, he's, he's a pocket. Dude, I wish, I really wish he would like get comfortable. Before thirty minutes into an episode, <laughs> because he he's pretty funny. Hey, he's the funniest. When
2: the, when the lights come on, you know you gotta perform.
1: Yeah, I mean he's like we are. We're that first episode we recorded. That was awful. Yeah. Om- only for the first thirty minutes, and then once we got going, it was pretty good. Second
2: week kind of sucked because then we tried to have an itinerary. Yeah, having
1: the itinerary is too hard. You just gotta riff. Yeah, but we still haven't figured it all the way out. Oh, probably not. No. But anyways, that uh that does it. Uh, hope y'all have a happy holidays and uh, go see your family, have a good time. Uh, Matt, I hope you do as well. You can't look at me when you say that. No, I'm looking at the camera. Uh, I haven't looked at the camera in
2: like. Hold on, because normally when you—that's
1: why we don't have any viewers on YouTube. Oh, just look straight at the camera. Straight at the camera all the time, just blind yourself in the ring light. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, like I said, we're gonna be off for a little bit, but I look forward to recording the next one. Appreciate y'all listening. I've said that three times. Real man of Bye. Appreciate y'all listening.